0: Hello,
1: Doug. Hey, man. How's it going? Going
0: good. How are you doing?
1: Well, I'm in Las Vegas. It's always good in Las Vegas. <laughs>
0: That's what they tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I like it there. I like it there. Great place
1: to visit. I don't think you've been to Vegas in, what, two or three years, I think? Is that right? It's been a little bit. Is right? Am I wrong? Oh, I
0: was just there to... Uh, a BMI award, mm. but uh, as as for as far as
1: playing, uh, um, it's, been a, it's been a little while. Yeah, which BMI award did they give you? Uh,
0: it was a lifetime
1: achievement. Uh, one of those.
0: award.
1: Is it? Weird? Yeah, it was very
0: nice. It really was.
1: Yeah, it's super nice. Is it? Really? What does that make you feel when you get a lifetime achievement award? Because I remember Spielberg or someone said, "I'm st- I've still got a lifetime to go." You know, so I remember someone saying <laughs> that. You know. <laughs> yeah, that
0: crosses your mind like, you know, I mean, well what, what do they they think oh, this is it? I'm not going to do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say that that <laughs> that does cross your mind, but uh no, you just you know, you just take it as uh as them saying, "Well, man, you've done enough for a lifetime already," which is quite quite a compliment.
1: That's the way they want you to take it, anyway. Sure, yeah. Oh, I would take it like. Hey, look, I would never, <clears throat> I would never reject an award. I would never, Marlon Brando, a, a, an award. I would, you know what I mean. I would take that award and run with yeah.
0: it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've dealt with, uh, you know, great success and tragedy and marriages and lots and lots and lots of music and performances. What do you make of? uh you know, just like the the journey of life. You know what I mean? I know that's a sort of corny question, probably, but what do you make of it all at this point?
0: Every every morning when I when I awaken, I usually go to my window if I'm at home, and I look out, and I marvel at the fact that here we are out here somewhere all on this big blue ball, and a long time ago, there was an explosion, and everything fell back together. It just so happens that the way it fell back together, we got everything we need, Uh everything we need. I mean, the fact of life, life itself. I mean, my goodness, what a gift. Yeah, what a gift! Just breathe and just look around you, and uh, um, most of ninety-nine percent of my prayers are prayers of thanks. I'm so thankful to be alive. That's the reason that no matter no matter what kind of uh, curveball life has ever thrown me, it's still it's still it can't, it can't beat the incredible happiness of life itself, the incredible gift of life itself. Yeah. Yet God gives and God takes away, but that is this. That is the way. That's just the way it is, man. The fact that uh, we've been given a chance to go on this ride. <laughs> This incredible ride of life is just astounding to me, and with every day that I live, it gets a little a little more a little more beautiful, a little more satisfying a little more incredible. That's my take on all of this,
1: yeah. I, you know, most of my life, I never really worried about death or anything. And then, uh, you know, the last couple of years, I suddenly realized about my mortality, right? Like, oh, my God, I'm going to die, you know? And then I got some a lot of what you're talking about, you know, like every day is precious, right? Like I started thinking about time. I always valued my time, but now, like, now I value time as uh, uh, I don't want to squander what you're talking about, that beauty of life. and uh, You know what I mean? that. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. It is. uh, And the older you get, the more, exactly, the the more precious it is and the the more precious life becomes. And, uh, you know, how anybody can take another person's life just and think nothing of it you know, like these ISIS people. Uh, just, just for, just to quote. I mean, yeah, just to give you a coincidence, instance, just one. I mean, to take someone's life from them, it's just. Oh man, it's just. Yeah. Hey, just forget, forget about it. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, it, I just don't see how anybody do that.
1: But the flip side is. The people that give life. I mean, not just like the literal life, but you know. Uh, I mean, you know, as a musician, you're an artist, right? So you've given people a lot of great joy. So that's the opposite of murder, right? Is that joy of life, you know? So.
0: I would like to think so. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, do you allow yourself to revel in the fact that you've given so much joy to people, or do you? You know what I mean. How do you think? How do you process the that? What you've given?
0: Uh, yeah, that's a very good question, man. Uh, most of the time, I'm, I'm I seem to be too busy uh, on my next project
1: mm-hmm.
0: to uh, to uh, every now and then, though I'll, I'll step back and 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 in a way think. Well, wow. um, I don't. I don't know. That's that's a. That's a hard one to answer. I I guess you have to step back and say, Wow, look what I've done. Yeah. Um. Right. I'm I'm really critical of myself, man. That's why. That's why people have stage fright, like I do, every night. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> it's. Uh, I think stage fright is is a person feeling that they're not gonna be good enough or yeah. that they're uh, <clears throat> they're gonna uh, get out there and and be inadequate
1: uh, <laughs> well
0: I don't know man that get real deep
1: <laughs> well is stage fright is that about like is is any of your stage fright have to does any of it have to do with you know uh, you've been, you know, you've done this song so many times. You don't want to do it again, or is it, in, or is it one hundred percent just you want to perform well for people? I mean, which, you know what I mean? I think.
0: Oh no, it has nothing to do with. Uh, I mean, doing the song again. That's not. That's not the way it feels to me at all. Mm. No, 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 no. It's uh, because you're doing a song. That uh, coincidentally you have done before, but you've never done it like you're getting ready to do it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then with that, it, you know, you try to outdo the all the other ones, right? Yeah. That's kind of the way it feels. It's like uh, it's not. No, there's no dread to it at all.
1: Yeah. Oh well, that's There's good.
0: No, like, oh God, I wish I didn't have to go. I mean, no, no, quite the opposite. Yeah. It, uh, uh, my heart sings, man, when I get on stage. I mean, not only am I alive, but uh, I'm able to take uh, these, these fifteen thousand, twenty thousand, six thousand, ever how many people there are there. There's a lot of problems out there, but for a couple of hours I'm gonna make make them forget about it.
1: Yeah. Well
0: yeah, that's uh that's that's a good one and uh and uh when you get like a standing ovation, you know, it's uh it makes you feel like well, all right, all right, man. Yeah. You did what you came here to do. <laughs> right.
1: Right. Well, and, the you know, part of that joy question I was saying is, you know, all those people that are staring at you from the audience, they uh, made a decision, like, I'm going to go see Greg. I'm going to buy this ticket. I'm going to drive to this show. I'm going to stand in line. I'm going to stay, you know, like, there's a lot of time. Like, we were talking about the value of time, you know, like, think about all that time people are giving you. You know, that's how much they love you, you know.
0: That is a fact. That's yeah. a fact. And that is why you want to do your absolute best. And that is why in the afternoon along about four thirty you get a little on edge because you think, Oh man, what what if what uh-huh. if, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> what if I'm not good enough or you know, what if I don't know, you know, and it seems ridiculous because uh after you get one, two, three, four, you know it's over. <laughs> no more stage fright. Right. I mean, the downbeat of that first <clears throat> song, you, you flying in, man. <laughs> you got it. Yeah.
1: Isn't Isn't that amazing? That expectation because you know I'm just a newspaper writer, but I get like uh, I don't really get that much like stage fright writing, but I know the. I sometimes get that weird anxiety, like oh, I have to start writing, and the minute I start writing a sentence, I go, "Oh, what was I worrying about? I know how to write a sentence."
0: <laughs> exactly, it's the same way, same way. Exactly.
1: It's bizarre.
0: Like you know, what in the hell was I sweating so hard for? You know. No. But then the next the next day, it happens all over again. <laughs> so
1: I, sometimes, sometimes when I get really eag- sometimes when I get re- really egotistical. It's because I went through that process of like, oh no, I got to write this sentence. Oh, I wrote this sentence. Oh, that sentence fantastic. I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you can really beat yourself up about it. And uh, then maybe you step back and say, "Wait a minute. Whoa. Stop. Stop, you know? I mean, you your worst self, you you you're, you're, you are your worst critic. Right, But, I mean, you know, there are boundaries here. You know, let's, let's don't take this thing. You can't take it too damn serious. I mean, you just can't, you know. I mean, uh, that's one thing I learned from uh, people, people like, uh, I was fortunate enough to know and to play with Mr. Muddy Waters when they came to Morganfield. Uh, people like that and uh, John Lee Hooker and... Uh, I knew a lot of those old guys, man, and and like from what from what Muddy told me, he says, man, you just you just you just, just got to get up there and and relax and just let it ooze on out because man, it's in you and it's going to come out. And uh, I played with uh, I played behind. And I also went to, uh, to the gentleman's house for dinner, Mr. Willie Dixon, and, uh, who, who wrote uh, so many of those uh, old staple blues songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wrote songs for everybody.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, Spoonful, you know, and every, every blues dude in the world has done that song. Right. I mean, Little Red Rooster. I mean, he wrote. Uh, he wrote all those, and I was fortunate enough to be invited to his house. Just me, just me, to go to uh, on the south side of Chicago on Racine Street to his his home, and I was sad to see that he lived in a housing project. That was a way with a lot of a lot of those old blues guys, man. That, that the record companies just gave them enough to live on, bought them a Cadillac every now and then, and you know that was about it. But uh, they they made the music that soothes that my soul, man. Mm-hmm. That like you know if you have uh, if you have uh, problems and troubles, maybe have bills. Made a broken heart, for God's sake. Any of that, hey, just pick up your guitar, man, and start playing. And so many times throughout my life, I've wished that everybody in the world had something like that to turn to in time of need, you know? A passion, a passion like music to say, hey, wait a minute. So what? So all this stuff's happening, you know? Sure. <laughs> we're going to take, take a break from all this, you know, worrying. I mean, worrying has never put a dime in a man's pocket. Yeah. I think maybe it's probably ran up a bill on the kind he had to pay for his ulcer. But worrying <laughs> ain't never done nothing for nobody.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. I know. My grandma used to say, don't start worrying until you got something to worry about.
0: And even then, the worrying ain't going to change nothing
1: uh-huh well that's true you
0: know
1: <laughs> that's true well Greg I could talk to you all day you know it's so fun to talk to you is there anything I can tell people I'm obviously going to be writing this up telling people to go to the show at the Palms anything else you want me to tell people
0: just tell them I can't even wait to get there and play corn and uh, that I uh, I love Las Vegas And uh, because there's a lot more than gambling going on there, they make some of the most beautiful street rods. Something I've never had before. But before it's over with, Gregory's gonna own him a beautiful street (laughs) rod. Yes, that that seems to be the heart of street (laughs) rodism.
1: Yeah, right. That's
0: where they build. That's where they build them.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Well, I hope you don't spend all your money on all this stuff. I hope you have some money left over after your show.
0: <laughs> you know? Well, you go out and sing a few more songs make some more, you know? I guess. Right.
1: <laughs> all right, man. I'm not
0: really worried about it, man.
1: <laughs> all right, man. Well, we'll see you here. Have a great day today.
0: Uh, you too, buddy.
1: All right. See you later.
0: Bye-bye.